Now it's time for Letter to Hong Kong with legislator Fernando Chung from the Labour Party. The following programme is a personal view programme. Dear Raphael, just two days after you and your 12 comrades who protested against development plans for the northeastern new territories have been given an added sentence of 8 to 13 month imprisonment by the Court of Appeal on August 15th, Alex Chow, Nathan Law, and Joshua Wong were also given an additional jail sentence of between six to eight months by the same panel of judges. This marked a watershed in Hong Kong's political circumstances and social movement. Henceforth, organizing or participating in peaceful, non-violent protest actions will carry a risk of imprisonment and of losing freedom for a not-too-short period. The young generation with the most public support and political dynamism, and this includes you and the three student leaders mentioned above, will not be able to stand in elections in the coming five years. In fact, the earliest you can stand is in 2024, if you're not disqualified by the confirmation form. What will the world be like then? How much will be left of the two systems in the one country, two systems? Heaven only knows. Of course, you do not mind whether you can run for electoral office, even at this most difficult moment. You are still unperturbed. When Longhair and I visited you at Stanley Prison a few days ago, you insisted that you were fine and asked people outside not to worry. But the 13-month jail sentence that you are serving now is only the beginning you still have the case concerning Mongkok's clearance in which you have been charged alongside 20 other persons, including Joshua Wong, Lester Shum, for criminal contempt of court, as well as the public nuisance charge related to the Umbrella Movement. These may add further imprisonment, running into months or even years for you. This is a reality that makes one worry. There are people who feel that since you have chosen civil disobedience, you have to face up to punishment. However, is 13 months in jail a proportionate punishment for a selfless young person for taking part in a peaceful assembly to fight for land justice and democratic planning? Prying open doors with bamboo sticks were not in your plan, nor in your control. Yet, within the Legislative Council, Institutional violence legally enables government business collusions in development and deprives northeastern New Territories villagers of their livelihood. Furthermore, you had all already served your sentences for the actions mentioned, but the government considered the sentence to 120 hours of community service too lenient and insisted on you being jailed. Raphael, Few people know you were my student. You have taken my courses in the Polytechnic University's Social Policy and Administration program. I remember you as a vocal and active student. I subsequently learned that you were a habitual absentee from lectures, but you seldom stay away from my classes. This was, of course, not because I gave good lectures. Rather the reverse, I did not lecture much, but invited quite a few members of underprivileged groups to speak in person, and this had attracted you. 
whether it be a homeless person living rough, a disabled person, a victim of domestic violence, a poor immigrant, a member of racial minority, a refugee, a frail elderly, a patient or a carer. I believe they have inspired you, and made you understand the necessary relations between a democratic system and livelihood and justice, and instilled a passion for social reform in you. How to change this unjust status quo? Many young people do not bother or dare not contemplate, because in Hong Kong's reality, earning a living is paramount. The first thing on entering the adult world is survival. Having attained a much sought-after degree, the next focal point is career development, adaptation to the order in the workplace, climbing up, and exhaust ways to make money. With money comes status, security, and opportunity to build a family and pursue happiness. This is also a kind of return for parents. But you did not choose that path. You were serious about just and democratic values learned in class, to the extent of throwing your whole self into social movements to fight for and realize your ideals. You have independent critical thinking and analytical prowess. You understand the shortcomings in the social system. You are willing to go about this economic city's rule of game for survival, to develop your own insights and ideals, and live them out in practice. This is exactly the path that university students and young people should walk. Regrettably, not many people are willing to tread this path these days. The powerful who rely on authoritarianism. To rule and reap the most benefits, do not need young people with independent thinking and ideals. In fact, they are afraid of you and hate you, because you dare to challenge their authority and point out their injustice. This will directly shake the legitimacy of the powerful and the people's obedience. So, the first mission of today's regime. Is to directly annihilate those young people with ideals, Raphael. The path you are to walk will for sure be sown with thorns, and full of traps. You are today robbed of your freedom and dignity. Tomorrow, your right to run for elections, and the day after, no one knows what this regime will be up to, or how much more pain and pressure. You and your family and friends will have to bear, but let me tell you, being able to plainly and wholeheartedly pursue one's ideals is the best happiness. Only with aspirations and ideals is one worthy of being a youth. Raphael, I am proud of you. All the best, Fernando.